0: to get your free download today, or just click the link in the notes. You'll be so glad you did. Hey, this is Dawn Damon, the Braveheart Mentor, and you're listening to my podcast, The Bravehearted Woman. I'm here to raise the brave in you. So if you haven't done so, hit subscribe so you never miss another episode. All right, you ready to get your brave on? Let's do this. Hey, all you amazing, brave-hearted women, it's good to be with you again today. I have something special for you because I want to prepare you to have the best year of your life. So at the top of the year, we're going to talk about the bad habits that we have to conquer, we have to smash, we have to get rid of them, move them out of our life. It's time to offend our bad habits and break up with those saboteurs and say, see ya, I'm not having you this year in my life. So I'm going to give you six bad habits that you have to crush in 2023, okay? And not always easy to do, but like columnist Tess Barker says, bad habits are like diamonds, inexplicably appealing and tough to break. Yes, that was kind of tough to say, actually, too, but... That's because we get this juicy surge of dopamine, the pleasure chemical, whenever we indulge in these guilty little pleasures, things that might be enjoyable in the moment, but not so much in the long run. They have the consequences that we wish we weren't dealing with. But in the moment, we rationalize and we think about why it's okay for us to do it and that I'm going to start later I know this is a bad habit, but I'm going to break it, but going to break something never comes. So we're going to do it today. We're going to do it now. We're going to do it this year. And we're going to do it because we're going to, first of all, be intentional about even being aware of some of the things that might be sabotaging our progress towards success. And I hope that if you're listening to me, that you are a woman who really longs to be successful. You want to die empty. You want to be wrung out. You want every gift, every bit of your potential to be used and exercised, utilized, tapped. I hope that's you. I'm sure it is. And I'm encouraging you to keep on. It's true. We all get discouraged. Discouragement comes. It whispers in our ear. It tells us to quit. It tells us that our season is over. Discouragement tells us, yeah, let the young people handle it. Now, What? hold on. We're still young. We're young. We might be midlife, but we're just getting started. So come on. Let's say this year, these bad habits are going to be broken in our life. And You know, it's difficult at times, I'm going to give you that, because whenever we indulge in a guilty little pleasure, we get a surge of dopamine, that pleasure chemical that really locks that habit in, it rewards us, and it makes us want more of it. So a cycle begins, and that's why the rationalization is so powerful, because our brain and our body is addicted to these little splashes of dopamine, and we don't want them to go away, we enjoy them. But bad habits will derail us, and we don't want to be derailed. We got a destination to reach. We got things to accomplish. We are on the move. Come on, say, I'm on the move. Let's go. It's time for us to reach our goals this year. So I'm going to give you six habits you have to crush in 2023. Okay, you ready? First one is the constant complaining. And another word for that is just ingratitude. It's a habit. It's a habit to find what's wrong with something. It's a habit to see immediately what's wrong and then complain about it. You've trained your brain to find what's wrong. You feel what's not working instead of seeing what's good and being grateful. So complaining, it not only assures that and insures actually that you're going to see even more of it. You're going to be In a position to create that negative outlook for your life. And it's going to be difficult to even see what's right. Negativity is a poison to you, not to mention. You're really bad company. You know, when we're with someone who just complaining all the time or they're negative or they're a problem identifier or before a compliment comes, they're pointing out what's wrong with something. Listen, that's a habit. And if that's your habit, I want you to know that it's something that socially is going to cost you. You need to break the habit, but personally, it's going to cost you. In other words, it's ingratitude. If you turn that around and you start being grateful and being thankful in every circumstance and training yourself to see what's good, what's beautiful, what's positive, what's uplifting, what is worthy of a compliment. In fact, the ratio, I believe, is two to one or three to one for sure. Three compliments before you point out something that's negative. You must learn this habit. And I want to tell you that a grateful heart is like a magnet for miracles. And who doesn't need miracles in their life, in their body, in your mind, in your heart, in your relationships? Start being grateful. So you're going to crush that ingratitude. You're going to crush that complaining spirit. It's a habit. You've learned it. And the good news is you can unlearn it. Number five, you're going to smash this one this year. If you're guilty of this, stop hitting the snooze button. Now, many of you are waking up with an alarm, and I think that's a positive thing to do. One day a week, I try not to wake up with an alarm, but otherwise, my husband is my alarm. He sets the alarm every morning for 5 a.m. But here's the deal. Setting your alarm, but then hitting snooze is a bad habit because what you're training yourself is procrastination. You're learning to kick the can down the street. I'll do it later. And it starts the first thing in the morning. You have to beat procrastination this year. Wayne Dyer is noted for saying, procrastination is the art of keeping up with yesterday by avoiding while avoiding today. Man, isn't that true? The art of keeping up with yesterday. Waking up late leads to a hectic morning and hectic mornings lead to hectic days. So if you have a hectic, stressful morning, you're leaving no time. Mornings are the most phenomenal time of your entire day. And some people like right before you go to bed and that's great. But research shows us over and over again, the powerful benefits of starting your morning right. A well designed morning routine is what sets you up for success. You know, it's John Maxwell that says the secret of your success is found in your daily morning routine. So when you're running late in the morning, stress levels rise, your cortisol rises. When cortisol rises, you start forgetting things. You're not catching everything the other morning I'll be honest. I was so stressed out and I was trying to get out of the house and I had so many things on my plate. I was juggling and I dashed out the door so I could get to my office because we needed to do some things with our computers and get online. And I got all the way there and I left my computer at home. I was massively frustrated, but I had to say, I'm grateful. I'm thankful. It's better this way. I don't know why, but That's my confession. (laughs) But when you have a stressful morning, you miss out on exercise, you miss out on prayer and journaling, and actually you miss out on eating right and setting your day, maybe making your lunch, being meal planning and preparing so you're ready. So if you are on an eating program or you're trying to do something health-wise, having your morning really helps you get started. So you're doomed to an average existence. If this is your habit of stressing out every morning and hitting the new, the news, the snooze button. Instead of that, practice that five second rule. Thank you, Mel Robbins. If you haven't read that book, it's a fabulous book. But she talks about counting down five, four, three, two, one, up. I am up. And you don't count one, two, three, four, five, because you can keep going. You count from five backwards. And when you get to zero, it's go time, baby. There's nothing left to do, but get up. And so put your alarm in another room. If you have to put your stereo on, do whatever you have to do, but jump out of bed, grab the moment, declare, yes, it's morning. I love mornings and grab your day with zeal. Number four, you've got to smash this habit. Watching too much TV. It's addicting, and we already know what causes addiction. Those splurges of cortisol, that happy pleasure chemical, that reward center of your brain. TV can be enjoyable. It's just fun to sit down with a bowl of popcorn or do nothing and just veg out. I get it. But according to the AC Nielsen Company, the average American is watching more than four hours of TV each day, 28 hours a week or two months of nonstop TV. I mean, holy moly, why not take those four hours a day and move it towards your growth plan, your development plan? If this is your habit to watch TV, at least start with cutting it in half. Do something, read a book, clean a closet, wash your car, Purge your jewelry case. Do something productive, something that boosts your self-esteem. Take a walk in nature. Call your mom. Call a friend. Go get some weights. Do a little exercise. At least bundle it if you're watching TV. Clean out the junk drawer while you're watching your show. Or bring some weights up and do a couple shoulder presses and a little bit of arms. Do something while Walk on the treadmill. In fact, that could be your rewards. I'm only going to watch TV when I am on the treadmill. But for heaven's sakes and for your sake, for the sake of your destiny and your purpose and your calling, do not let TV rob you and be a thief to you of the things that you could be accomplishing. Learn a new skill. Watch a YouTube uh, tutorial video. Anything you can do besides just watching TV. And by the way, there is a significant and interesting correlation between those that watch a lot of TV and women who have a negative body image. Isn't that interesting? Number three. All right, I'm going to confess something to you right now. If you're listening or if you're watching me, this is my all-time pet peeve. And I actually have been falling into my own pet peeve. And I'm going to get it. I'm going to nail it this year. And that is being late. I hate being late. That's why I was stressing out so much the other morning because I was running late. Not enough margin, trying to do too many things, too much on my plate, overcommitted, saying yes, causes all the reasons why I'm running late. But as a rule, I don't do late. Everyone's late once in a while. It happens. But for some of you listening to me, this is a chronic issue. It's the rule, not the exception. Okay, you got to get rid of this thing. You just, you got to get a hold of your schedule. And maybe it goes back to not having your morning that's oversleeping or sleeping in or hitting the snooze button one too many times. You can see how these things domino, right? And they all affect the other, but being late is not an accident. It's a choice. It's a habit. It's underestimating how much you can do in the time that you have to do it. It's underestimating how long it will take you to arrive somewhere. It's underestimating how long it takes you to get ready, et cetera, et cetera. And if this describes you, you have to break this habit. Hear me: You have to break this habit. Your success, your victory, and your reputation is resting on you getting victory in this area because you may not realize it, but if you have chronic tardiness, it's communicating something. And I've said it before, it's communicating something that will diminish your credibility. Do you know what it communicates? It says that you're inconsiderate of other people's schedules. And I know you don't mean to do that. Or it says maybe you're selfish. You're only thinking about yourself or disrespectful or thinking that your time is more valuable than someone else's time. Or for sure, it tells people that you're unorganized and that you do practice procrastination or that you're not an effective time manager. And people might really be hesitant to offer you greater opportunity because you're not winning in this area of your life. You're unreliable, you're out of control. And again, like I said a moment ago, it might actually mean too that you've said yes to many things and that you're overcommitted and you're not loving yourself by giving yourself enough margin and rest and downtime. When my calendar is so pressed that I have no margin, I get really irritable. I have to have dawn time, downtime, reflective time, prayer time, meditation. I have to have the bumper rails for my life and my schedule. Otherwise, I, I'm not good to be around. And so I, I craft that in. I schedule that. Don't run your schedule. It's like putting your pedal to the metal. And running your engine in your car without ever giving it oil or ever turning it off, you're going to strip your gears. You're going to burn out. It's not good for you. Yikes. Who knew that being late could communicate all of those things? They're subtle, perhaps, but it's a serious message to other people. So what's your reputation? If you're not sure, ask someone. And then make it your goal this year, I'm going to be on time. Start with 21 days. I am going to be on time and I am going to honor my commitment. If I say I'm going to be somewhere at a certain time, I'm going to be there. I'm going to prepare in advance. I'm going to calculate how long it takes to get there, how much time I need to get ready. And then I'm going to add 15 minutes to it because I'm going to give myself some cushion and some margin. And then I refuse to add one more thing to my plate. Until I've made it and arrived at my destination on time. And that, my bravehearted sister, will start communicating to people that you are a successful person who cares. Okay, number two. I debated about adding this one, but I really think it's important. And so I'm going to keep it in here. Number two, this habit of staying loyal to the wrong person or to the wrong people love everyone be kind to everyone but be really selective about your inner circle people who have no vision they seem to be fairly loyal to their lack of vision and make excuses and they're very loyal and they're very beholden and committed to being average have you ever noticed that if you press someone out of their place of comfort or average that, that, that what you're not going to get is excitement or joy. And so sometimes we stay committed because they're our friends and we've been with them for so long, or they're coworkers, or they're relatives, or God forbid that you might be married to someone like that. But if they're committed to staying average, it doesn't mean that you have to be committed to the same thing. So be loyal to your calling. Be loyal to God who has called you. Be loyal to your purpose. And then people. Okay. Jim Rohn, renowned businessman and personal development guru, says this You are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And that means everyone in your life counts. Your friends affect your attitude, your self esteem. How you spend money. Did you know that? Yeah. What you eat, when you eat, how you exercise, if you exercise your discipline, which is not a four letter word, it's a powerful word. Vision imposes on you a discipline, by the way. When you have such a powerful vision and conviction in your spirit of your purpose from God, you don't let people interrupt your progress and hold you down. You don't let them be a weight around your ankle. And that's a hard word. I get that. But according to studies, if a friend of yours becomes undisciplined, you become undisciplined. And in fact, if a friend of yours becomes overweight, you become overweight. You yourself are 45% more likely to gain weight over the next two to four years when you're with someone who is also overweight. So that's an interesting statistic. Spend time with those who lift you higher, who inspire you, who celebrate your dream and push you. Spend time with people who say, I'm not needy and I'm not codependent and I want you to reach your goal. I know how important it is and I'm loving you enough because I know that unless you're fully tapping your potential You don't become that person that God has called you to be. I want to help give you energy. I want you to have joy when you're with me. I don't want to be a joy sucker. Those are the people that you want to spend time with. And look around and be aware of your circle of friends and see how they affect you. I recently made a list of people, I called them eagles, people that just I, I want to draft their the wind, the way they catch the wind and soar higher. I'm like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna scratch around with the chickens. I wanna soar with eagles. And I have made a list and then I reached out and I contacted each one of them and I've asked to spend time with them. And I say recently, it's been some months now and on a regular basis now, I have spent time with these women who are helping me soar higher, fly higher, faster clearer vision. I just said, I need to spend some time with you. So avoid toxic people as best you can. And if you have toxic people in your life that you're not able to completely avoid, then just insulate your spirit and be very careful to guard your heart and protect your mind and your heart that their victim mentality is not penetrating into you and causing you to settle for a mediocre standard, okay? Make a conscious effort to surround yourself with your eagles, who are those people in your life, and be an eagle, be an eagle for other people. All right, we gotta get moving. Here's this last thing. The number one habit that you have to smash this year, drum roll, okay, living by default instead of design accidentally living instead of living on purpose. We cannot do that. You wouldn't build a home without a blueprint. If you did, you might end up with a toilet in your living room or your front door coming into the master bedroom. Very bad design flaws, very inconvenient. You don't want that. But you When you want to build something that's successful and beautiful, you take time to plan it, you blueprint it, you think about it, you chart it, you pray over it, and your life is meant to be a masterpiece. It is not meant to be haphazard. You're not taking a cheap trip to the flea market. You are building a masterpiece life. You've got one life, and it's meant to be beautiful and full of even when there are painful things that happen even when life is filled with hurt and disappointment, God has promised to take those ashes and those burnt places and that painful place. And he has promised us that he will turn it around and use it for our good. So let me ask you a question. When you're building your life by design, it means you're intentional and that you have a plan for growth and development and expansion. I know when we've Built something. In fact, we just finished a build job of a home. And what we did was we also crafted into it the ability to expand and add on, should someone in the future or us want to grow it even more. That's just a house. I want my life to be able to be expanded. I want to know where I'm going to be in one year, three year, five year. I don't have the crystal ball. No one does. I'm not suggesting that I know every detail, but I want to arrive at a destination and say, thank you, God. This is what it's, it's greater and amazing and beyond whatever I could have thought or dreamt or imagined, but it, it's what I saw in my spirit versus how did I get here? I have no idea how I got here. That's not what you want. Um, By the way, spoiler alert, growth will not just happen. It doesn't just happen. When we're kids, we grow automatically and we measure our growth and we get all excited because growth is positive. It's something to be celebrated. But when we get to be this age, how do we measure our growth? We're not standing up against a wall with a measuring stick. How do we measure our growth? Well, are we learning Are we growing? Are we improving? Are we gaining? Are we expanding? Are we reading more? Are are we getting more skills? Are we honing our talents? Growth doesn't come automatically, but guess what? Atrophy will. Ah, Decline will. That's a bummer, right? We can hope that we're going to get better, but how many remember hope is not a strategy? So when you think of yourself or you think of your future and you want to envision your future, you see yourself, I see myself, we see ourselves better and more perfected. We see ourselves reaching those goals. We see ourselves wealthy and prosperous and healthy and happy and smarter, but it won't just happen by accident. So if you need help, I'm your coach. Braveheart Mentor. I'm here to help you reach your goals and dreams. I'm here to help you blueprint a beautiful future. I'm here to help you realize your vision. And that takes courage. We're going to find your brave and we're going to live your vision if you're willing to have an amazing life. And I'm not the only coach, but I'm a pretty good one. But for whatever you do, whatever you do, make sure that you smash these bad habits so that you can have a beautiful amazing, fulfilling life, not boring, not mundane, not a painful, unhappy life, but a beautiful, amazing life. Okay. That's what I have for you today. I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope that it's helped you. I really hope, hope that you will share this with someone. And hey, if this has helped you, make sure that you review us. I have in my show notes the best way you can review us and how you can do that. I hope that you will do that. And also, don't forget to join my coaching programs. They're available for you. I'm always thinking about what midlife women need, how I can help you grow in confidence, find your brave, and how you can get clarity and gain traction for your vision. So that's what I have for you today. I hope it's helped you. This is Don Damon, your Braveheart Mentor saying, yes, find your brave and live your vision. Thanks for hanging out with me today and becoming brave. If this has helped you, be sure to share it with someone and subscribe so you never have to miss another episode. For more about me, my books, my coaching, or online courses, visit DawnDamon.com. And as always, be brave and live your vision.